0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the prophet Speak. This is Saul Weinreb, your host for the podcast, and today we are doing Isaiah Ishayahu 39, Perak Lamed Tes. <clears throat> this is the fourth and last chapter of the narrative portion, where we discuss several um, occurrences during the reign of King Chizkiah, Hezekiah, and um We studied the occurrence of the um, siege against Jerusalem by the Assyrian army and the miraculous rescue of Jerusalem after Hezekiah's prayer to God. We learned of the philosophical um, difference between Israel and the God of Israel versus the gods of the Assyrians and the other nations of the world at the time. We learned of the illness of Hezekiah and his miraculous recovery and the prayer of Chizkiyahu for recovery and his praise to God afterwards. And we also learned and studied, possibly most importantly, and possibly what is really the purpose of Yeshayahu putting these um, chapters here, is the failure of Chizkiyahu to um, take the next step. In other words, he took and understood the idea of God, the philosophy of, of, of monotheism, but he didn't take it to the next step of social justice. And concern for the Jewish people. Um, and while he sang a song of thanks to God for his own recovery, he never thanked, sang a song of thanks to God for the uh, survival of the Jewish people. This chapter is kind of like uh, the nail in the coffin, so to speak. It further discusses the failure of Chizkiyahu um, to live up to the dream that Yishayahu, that Isaiah had for him was to be the Messiah, the ultimate Savior of Israel. And instead, he again made a selfish and difficult mistake. Um, and we're about to study that in chapter 39. The ending of chapter 39 is the ultimate disappointment of Isaiah, the ultimate disappointment of the prophet Isaiah in the one who he had placed so much hope in, which was King Chizkiyahu. um And also is the segue into what is one of the most famous chapters of Isaiah. Now I've said that several times, but there are so many most famous chapters, it's hard to pick which one is most. Um, chapter 40, which is, Nachamu, uh, Nachamu, Ami, Be comforted, Be comforted, My Nation. When we study 39 today, you will find how much more poignant those words are of Nachamu, Nachamu, Comfort, Comfort, and understand why Hishayahu or whoever put together the order of the chapters of this book, placed this chapter right before that. And it kind of gives us an understanding as to why Isaiah immediately went to comfort the nation of Israel. But we'll get there. Chapter 39, verse 1. In that time, again, that time, uh, I'm assuming, uh, although the scholars debate this, I'm assuming that this occurred immediately after the salvation of Israel from from Sanherib from the armies of Assyria. And um, now, um, uh, it, it, Judah is still technically a vassal state to Assyria. Assyria still had conquered most of Judah, um, was still a vassal state. And uh, it would be natural for the smaller nations of the region at the time to kind of band together against Assyria, especially since Assyria was at a time of political upheaval, as we learned about. There was a coup against Ankherev and um and they had lost the battle against Judah, so so you would imagine that. So there was another kingdom, the kingdom of Babylon, which um, historically had its times when it was the greatest and most powerful nation. At this time, though, Assyria was still the powerful nation, and, and Babylon was a much smaller kingdom. And there was a king who's known to us both from biblical sources, like we're about to read, and from extra biblical historical sources and writings. In Hebrew, his name was Merodach Baladan. Uh, and and so in those days, he sent the king Merodach Baladan Ben Baladan the son of Baladan Melech Babel, who was the king of <coughs> Babylon. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> he sent him, he sent letters, Umincha and a gift offering, El Chizkiyahu, to king Hezekiah in order to build an alliance. And he heard the news that Hezekiah, Chizkiyahu, had gotten ill, but that he had recovered from his illness. So he sent him a gift, you know, congratulating him on his recovery from his illness. So now Chizkiyahu is set with the challenge. Does he make alliances in order to counter the influence and counter the kingdom of Assyria, which was Chizkiyahu's uh, sworn enemy? Um, And we know already from Ishayahu what he feels about such alliances, we know that Isaiah feels that we should not be making alliances with other nations that don't share the value systems that we have, and we should rely on God. We know that Chizkiyahu, had he asked Yishayahu, Isaiah advice, and it is pretty clear that Chizkiyahu would have known what Isaiah's advice would have been. So rather than asking the Prophet and doing what uh, what God would have wanted him to do, Chizkiyahu took the bait. And he was very happy over these gifts that he was being sent and the messengers sent from Babylon. By our aim, at Beit Nechotsov, and he showed them his treasure house. So he brought them and showed them all of his treasures, at the Kesef, via Sazav, all the silver and the gold, via the Besamim, and the spices, via the and the wonderful oils, via Kol, Beit Kalam, and all of the vessels in his house, Beit Kalash, and everything that was found in his storehouses and his treasures. Loha yadavar, there was nothing asher, Loh Ram Khiskyo Biveto, that Khzkyo did not show them in his home, in his palace of Ochomem Shalto, and everything he had in his kingdom. So he showed off his power, his wealth, his riches, and presumably also the riches that were present in the temple of God, in order to show how powerful he is and how worthy it would be to make an alliance with him. Um and this just really shows how Khzkiyo was falling into the trap of believing himself to be a great and powerful king because of all of his great wealth and power, as opposed to recognizing and humbly recognizing from where his power came. And of course, Isaiah Ishayahu heard about what had happened, and clearly you would imagine being a member of the king's court, he would have known exactly what happened, but he came to to the king of and he said to him, What did these people say? Where did they come from? You would imagine that Yishayahu probably knew the answer to this question, but he just said this in order to engage in conversation with the king Vayomer Chizkiyahu. And the king said, They came from a faraway place from Babylon. Like, I should, we should be so honored because they visited me from such a faraway country. Vayomer. And he said, What did they see in your house? Bayomar Khiskiyo and the King Hiskyo said, Hezekiah said, It's Kala Shervaiti Ru, they saw everything in my home. Loha Yodavasher, Lohiri Timbiul Sortai, I show them everything. Because they they're such powerful allies, it's such an honor to show to to um greet them and welcome them in my in my life. now that um Heard and saw what Chizkiyahu did. That number one, he he um, was t- attempting to make alliances with others, and number two, he was not only that, but he was showing off all of his wealth as if that was the source of his power. If anything, you would imagine Yishayahu would have told Chizkiyahu to um, to tell him, tell him about God. Maybe bring him to the temple and teach him. Use the opportunity to teach some of uh, the ideas and values which Yishayahu felt to be so important, not to um, show off his wealth. So Isaiah's response was as follows. Then you can feel and palpate the disappointment that Yishayahu had in King Hezekiah. Shema, mm-hmm. Yishayahu Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Shema demar donaitzvot. Listen to the word of God. Hinei yomim There will be a day, and all of the everything, all of the treasures of your house, and all of the treasures that your forefathers from the house of David have collected in this palace, will all go to Babylon. Nothing will be left here. Your entire kingdom will be taken over by Babylon, and all of its riches sent there. And your children that are going to descend from you, Asher Tolidi, Kahu, they will be taken, and they will serve as servants, as eunuchs, Behechal Melch Babel in the house of the king of Babylon. Your children, your wealth, everything will be taken away. You are here relying on them and showing off your wealth. One day, this is all over. You can almost feel Yishayau thinking and saying that here we had the opportunity. We had a righteous king, we had the opportunity to finally play it right, and God rescued us from the Assyrians, and once again, Chizkiyahu let us down. He didn't get the message. He got the message of wealth and power, but not the message of justice and righteousness. And because of that, Chizkiyahu knew that this kingdom was not going to last. Finally, after all these years, we finally almost got there, and we still didn't get there. So he predicted the fall to Babylon, which was going to occur approximately 150 years later. And Hezekiah said to Isaiah, and this is um, such a telling sentence The words of God you said are good. And he said, Because at least in my days there will be peace. It's hard to imagine almost a more awful answer. Chizkiyao ignored the fact that his descendants were going to suffer and the kingdom, of Israel, the kingdom of Judah was going to end and that his children was going to suffer and the people of, his, of Judah were going to suffer. But at least in my time, it's okay. To some extent, you can interpret that words of God are good, that he understood that these words were just. But then the phrase after that, Kind of, kind of exposes what's in his heart. That that selfishness, just simply shown through at the last minute when it was most important, to be, to be modest, to be humble before God. Um, this leads us to the next chapter forty, which we're going to read next, where Yeshayahu realizes that ultimately the kingdom will end and will be exiled. And then he turns to the people of Israel, no longer to its leader, its leader who has failed, but he turns to the people of Israel and says, don't worry, don't worry, be comforted. Even though there is a lot of suffering coming, but there's also a lot of comfort in the future. Thank you so much for listening and for studying with us Isaiah 39. Looking forward to studying chapter 40 together.